What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Verzi Effect Podcast Show. My name is Paul Verzi, and today is Thursday, May 12th, 2016, and you guys are listening to episode 257. Uh, it is early on this beautiful, beautiful Thursday morning. Uh, I even had some drinks last night after an amazing fundraiser at Levity Live for my brother-in-law, which I'm going to talk about. A uh, little hungover, but the weather was so unbelievable outside. It just popped me up. One of the nicest days of the of the year. This is one of the nicest days I could remember in the past couple of years. It's just insane outside. So uh, I am doing this, looking out onto the mountains and shit. It's a, it's just one of those days, and I am fired up. This is going to be a strong, strong podcast as far as unacceptables. I'm giving you guys four unacceptables, which I'm fucking livid about. One of them, probably the most unbelievable and most unacceptable, unacceptable that I've ever done on the show. Uh, It's almost going to sound like I'm lying. That's how crazy it is. I can't even believe what I'm going to tell you guys. It was so fucking ridiculous. Um, So I'm excited about that. Got a great show. A lot of stuff to talk about. You guys have a lot of unacceptables. So uh, this one is going to be unacceptable strong. Uh, Mine is going to be, I got four of them and one of them is just fucking nuts. So I will save that one for uh, for last. But um, I hope everybody had a good week in between shows. Um, I, you know, I just, I feel so great and grateful for uh, what happened last night at Levity Live with the fundraiser and the comedians that came out and the people that came out. I'll talk about that after. But uh, I got a great show for you guys. So uh, wherever you may be. In your uh, cubicle, in your car, on a treadmill, at home, sitting in your backyard, smoking a stick, drinking a scotch, wherever you are when you hear this, I hope it finds you well, and I hope you are in a good mood, and I hope if you're not in a good mood, this podcast, uh, this installment of 257 of TVE will will put you in a better mood if you're not in a good one right now, but uh, you're going to get fired up with this one. Because I've been waiting. I've been like a hungry fucking pit bull that is waiting for a raw steak to tell you guys this. I almost did this unacceptable like the way the day it happened. But it happened like a day after I did the last podcast. And I didn't want to seem like a nut job. And I figured let's hold some in the uh, in the tank until uh, until either Wednesday night or uh, Thursday. You guys will be probably getting this podcast as always right around like early afternoon on Thursday. Uh, I hope. Um, you know, barring any upload issues, but I, I think, I think we will be good. Uh, but first, before I get into the show, I got to shout out the sponsors, uh, gonzofame.com. Go to gonzofame.com for the best, most in-depth interviews with your favorite comedians of today, established comedians, up and coming comedians, uh, very funny comedian out there in Chicago. Shout out to Chi town, Dave Gavry. Uh, put together this unbelievable site. He's been working with the show for a very long time. And, um, you know, I've just been talking about the great interviews and great work that he does on gonzofame.com. He's always adding to it, and it's a great website, especially if you're a comedy fan, comedy nerd, which if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure that you are. So please check out um, gonzofame.com. I realize that I have the door open and there's going to be fucking helicopters and planes going by, so I have to shut the door. Took two seconds. You guys didn't feel a thing. You know it could have been an hour, but it really literally was probably about three seconds. Um, Also, All Things Comedy. Go to allthingscomedy.com for the best podcast, funniest podcast. Podcasts like Ari Shafir's podcast, The Skeptic Tank, Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast, of course, The Verzi Effect. 
uh, Lawheads Court. I mean, it just goes on and on. Uh, Lawheads Court. It just goes on and on the list. There's like 70-something podcasts. It's a great site. There's so Guys, if you guys knew how amazing all things comedy was to the artists and the people that are on there and how they're for the artists and not fucking them over with money, you would all be fucking around with them because they're the best. They also have a great record label on there. They were the people for my uh, album, which is still out there crushing it by Paul Verzi, Night at the Stand. Available iTunes, Amazon, Bandcamp. Uh, you can listen on Spotify. Raw, uh, Raw Dog is playing it on uh, SiriusXM. So uh, go to allthingscomedy.com and also follow them on Twitter at allthingscomedy. And also the new, and I'm very proud to have uh, to have this gentleman and to have what they do with dogs. Coach Mike and City Living Dog. Guys, this um, Coach Mike is one of the best dog trainers in the country. He is um, amazing with dogs, and uh, he's just got a passion for it. And like I said, I performed. I met him out there in the uh, Boston area, the New England area, and spoke to him. And I was like, you know, I, when I got the dog and talked to him, and he told me things with the dog and everything, and I saw what he did, I was like, let's do this, you know. Uh, always want to have somebody on board of the show that, you know, you could relate to and, and, you, and you believe in. Uh, so go to citylivingdog.com and also across all of social media, City Living Dog on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Snapchat. Coach Mike, City Living Dog, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Snapchat. There's no way you could forget City Living Dog. You could see a ton of um, of, of the the videos and everything that he does with these dogs. All the things he's he's amazing. Um, if you think a dog can't be trained or certain dogs are bad or a different type of breed, just watch Coach Mike. This dude is a fucking beast. All right. Um, so there you go. Check that out. And uh, the website is citylivingdog.com. Uh, city so please check that out. It's awesome. Coach Mike is the fucking man. Um, like I said, when I saw what this dude did with, with, with some of these pit bulls, and, and not just pit bulls, but like, I know people always talk about pit bulls being like, this dude is, if you have an issue with a dog, look at, look at this guy's videos and you tell me, and it's, it's crazy. Um, you know, this guy's got dogs doing shit, police dogs do, it's crazy. Um, so check that out, City Living Dog. Now, let's get into this show here, okay? Uh, first... I have to talk about last night and the fundraiser. Um, for you people that don't know or you people are new listeners or whatever, um, a very unfortunate thing. A couple of uh, summers ago, we lost my uh, brother-in-law. Uh, it was a horrible tragedy. And uh, his name was Kevin Lonto. He was a uh, great soul, great spirit, just uh, just a really good person. And, um, you know, uh, we lost him. So... Um, you know, he was, uh, he was into welding and he was, but he had this unbelievable, he had this unbelievable talent where, you know, he welded, he actually helped build the new giant stadium and he would go up on those beams so fucking high in the sky and do all that stuff. And, uh, you know, but he also had this unbelievable talent. He was an artist. He was able to take metal. He would take metal or like nails and he would like sculpt an animal out of like nails. Like, like we have this, like like, he started doing it, like, with spiders and stuff, but then he would make, like, dragon heads and all these, like, amazing things with metal, and it was just insane. So my mother-in-law did uh, a scholarship in his name for the Ramapo schools to, for somebody to get a scholarship in the arts uh, in his name. So last year, 
was the first year we did a benefit at Levity Live. They were so generous to us, giving us an amazing opportunity and room to raise some money, great cause and everything, and they've been great to me in my career. And we did it last year. Uh, last year, you know, we had uh, last year we had a great lineup: uh, Bill Burr, Ben Bailey from Cash Cab, uh, my buddy Pete Davidson, uh, who, who had just gotten SNL. He came up and did it. Uh, you know, it was just a great, great lineup uh, last year. Greg Stone hosted. My buddy Chris Lambert was on it. I had a great time. It was just a really great, um, great show. Uh, so this year we wanted to do it again, and the lineup this year, uh, my buddy Ken Kranz, funny comic from Jersey, um, he hosted it, great job, and then it was um, Bobby Kelly, myself, um, Giannis Pappas, Jim Florentine, uh, Chad Zumach, who's doing uh, Gotham Comedy Live tonight, he was running his time, uh, able to get him the time to go up there and do that, and then um, after Giannis did his set, Marisa Rodriguez came out, his alter ego, the transsexual, Puerto Rican transsexual, the YouTube sensation with millions of hits. She came out and was just hilarious. A few people don't know who Marisa Rodriguez is. Giannis Papas does a character called Marisa Rodriguez, and it's a transsexual from the Bronx, and it is one of the funniest characters. It is so fucking funny. You could YouTube it. It's it's one of it's got millions and millions of hits. Giannis is one of the most talented, funniest stand-ups and most talented guys out there. So uh, he brought that character out. Uh, so many people tried to make it, and uh, you know, comics were going to drop in and surprise. But it was a Wednesday. It was tough. But uh, Maurice more than filled the shoes. So um, all the comedians just did an amazing job. I want to thank all of them. I want to thank Levity again for letting us raise money. Um, the The crowd was amazing. They were into the show. The show ran long. The show was almost like two hour show. And everybody was just in it to the end. Um, then there was raffles, raffled off some stuff from NFL stuff. And um, shout out to Willis Whalen. Thank you so much, Willis. Willis Whalen from the NFL Players Association. He sent us a box of signed autographs. There was like an authentic Tom Brady jersey that he signed, which is super, super expensive. It was like the real game jersey. Um, then there were football helmets signed and, and all kinds of stuff. It was just really, really nice people. So many people. Um, you know, contributed to just making it a great night for a great cause. And uh, my wife um, was thrilled and my mother-in-law and uh, my mother and stepfather came, my sister came out and it was just a really, really nice night. It was uh, Wednesday and that's tough. You know, it's tough and it seemed like, oh man, like numbers weren't going to be great. And then all of a sudden, like, the you know, people came to the show and it was a really great time. And I'm not just saying this because I was on the show it was one of like, I mean, when I tell you everybody killed, it was fucking awesome. And uh, Bobby Kelly, I want to shout out to him. He did something really nice where he had another gig that he had to be at. So he had to go first. I mean, this is like such a monster comic. And he went first and uh, he crushed and then had to run out the door. Um, but it was really nice of him to make that work because anybody else would have been like, ah, I just can't do it. I'm sorry. He made it work. So um, thank you to everybody who came out last night, it was, a. I mean, people, I was, it was one of those shows that was so good that, like, after my set, when I was watching, I, like, was crying laughing at other people's shit, it was just a great time, so thank you, thank you, thank you uh, to everybody who came out to that. Now, I have some unacceptables to get to, uh, this is gonna be, I'm really pissed off about these, so uh, let me warn you in advance, you're gonna hear a lot of, um, I'm not going to say yelling, but you're going to hear a lot of angst in me 
right now because this is fucking ridiculous and unacceptable what happened. Okay, um, I do, I am going to be in Disney World uh, next week uh, for, for um, you know, I had to do all kinds of things, man. I had to get fucking house sitters. I got the animals here. I have to have people here. I had to do a lot of things, but I'm going to, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be in Disney World the whole week or whatever I'm doing, but I'm going to go down to Florida for a bit um, and... I don't know. The point of me telling you this is I don't know how it's going to work with me doing a podcast next week. Uh, I'm going to try to. I'm going to try to do the podcast down there. But depending on me traveling, where I'm going, who's, you know, house sitting my house and all that stuff, it's who knows what the fuck I'm going to be able to do. So you are going to get a very, um, and that's just about next week. I, I just, you know, I got ahead of myself thinking about that. I don't know what's going to happen. But what's going to happen now is you're going to hear me talk about things that I fucking can't believe happened. Okay? I can't believe it. Let me sip my water before I go into this. Okay? Buckle up, people. I hope you're smiling. I hope you're laughing going, oh, I could hear in Verzi's voice he's going in. Because I'm going in right now. Okay? As a matter of fact, I'm calling the establishment today. To, to get it off my chest. I had to wait a little bit, but I'm calling the establishment today to complain. I know you don't know what I'm talking about. I'll get there. Let me sip this water. I'm going to give you the really bad one last, but I got four of them. I'm, I'm going to go from the, I'm going to go from the, 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 the weakest one, the quickest one down to the one that I, I just can't believe. And you're not going to believe it either. All right. So, at, so I'm going to do my four unacceptables, which uh, who knows how long that's going to take. And then I'm going to get to your guys' unacceptables, okay? I hope you kept them short because I see a lot of people wrote into the show this week. Now, my first one is uh, there, I, uh, again, again, I was trying to get over in the car and uh, the person coming next to me saw that I needed to get over and they kept like going up, going up and not letting me in and I could have been into a fucking accident and finally I was just like, where the fuck do you think I'm going to go? Where can I go other than get into a horrible accident, you fucking asshole? Are you going to let me in? And it was ridiculous and finally he let me in and I had to cut him off. It was this fucking silver Audi. The guy was a cocksucker. It was absolutely unacceptable and I could have been in another accident. Another guy just pissed off that he's not five feet in front of himself, okay? I don't know where, where that comes from. But again, and I swear to God, one of the greatest inventions in this world was a horn because you hold on to the fucking horn. The beautiful thing about a horn is when you hold the horn, you, the length of the honk will let these people know, okay? The length of the honk will let these people know just how pissed off you are, okay? I'm like a seven Mississippi, eight Mississippi guy. I'll hold the thing. And then you have to look at them while it's going and be like, fuck you, fuck you. And let them know the frustration. Okay. But this guy almost didn't let me in. Fine. Not that crazy unacceptable because it happens all the time. But that was one that I made a note of, you know, because these people, I don't know where they think they're going. That's the funny thing. It's like, even if the guy had a pregnant wife in the car, there's no other way but for me to go. That's how this was merging. There's no other way for me to go. There's other cars merging. You overzealous asshole in your fucking Audi. And you're in an Audi. Relax, okay? I know it's an Audi, but let's get over yourself. It's a fucking Audi. Oh, that's number one, and that's the lowest one. That's unacceptable, okay? Then, a guy, I, I was making a turn but I was letting a guy go. I was making a left, but I was letting the guy making a right go. 
But as I'm letting him go, he just took forever and it was slow. Okay, this is the unacceptable number two, another driving one. So I'm making a left. We're going into the store. We're going into Target. We had to go into this Target to pick stuff up, right? Uh, and we're, I'm making a left, but I see this fucking little red car, fucking gonna, whatever it was, Corolla or whatever it was, making a right. So I could have easily stepped on the gas and just went and made the guy. But I was like, no, no, just let the guy go. And he's taking his sweet ass time. And I'm not kidding you. As I see him, I'm like, go, go. I'm not kidding you. It was like a 350 pound dude. And you could see his side profile from the car as he's making the turn. He had this huge double chin, huge gut. And as he was going slow, my wife and I noticed The reason he was going slow is because he had a hot dog in his left hand, holding it up, biting it as he's driving, going slow, chewing it. And we almost couldn't get mad because when we saw him, my wife just bursted out laughing. She was, oh my, he was eating a fucking hot dog. Like it was the last time this guy was ever going to eat. This guy was eating a hot dog. Like he was just like, he was going to the fucking chair in two minutes. And he's biting it. And that's why he's going slow, holding up traffic. He couldn't even, he couldn't even make the turn. Like put his signal on and make the turn normal. And then go into a parking lot, which was three seconds away. Because he had to bite this hot dog. That's the obesity problem that we have in this country. That this guy had to bite his fucking hot dog to not make a turn in moving traffic. Unacceptable on so many levels. One, you're already fat, overweight. People could see it. What are you doing? What are you doing to yourself? Two, you're so into a fucking hot dog while you're driving, you absolute fucking animal. Throw that guy in a cage and just fucking drop wieners on the top and just let him fucking catch him in his fucking mouth like you're feeding a seal at the fucking zoo. I'm fired up, people. I'm fired up. Wait till the last one. Wait till the last one. Unacceptable. Stop in traffic while somebody's trying to be courteous and letting you go by because you're so fat you got to bite a hot dog while you're in a moving vehicle. That's number two. Number three, I was doing the Legion of Skanks podcast. Shout out to Big J Okerson, Dave Smith, and Louis J. Gomez for having me a second time. They had me back and it was a great time again. It was live. We had a good time. And I'm standing outside the studio. I'm outside of Manhattan over there by, uh, what was it, 5th or 6th Avenue, wherever it was. I don't know where the fuck it was. I think between 6th Avenue, whatever. I'm out there. I'm outside the building. And uh, I was hanging out there, and I've been kind of watching my cigar smoking. So I haven't really smoked that much. And now if I smoke a cigar, you know, obviously you never inhale a cigar. You guys know that. But if you smoke a cigar, it takes a long time. So I just get, like, little ones that, like, you know, a good quality one. But, you know, you just get the taste. And, uh, you know, I'm waiting, so I'm just killing time. So I was outside talking to uh, Big J and uh, his girl, Christine. We were talking, we are having a nice conversation, and I had a little bit of a cigar left. So they left, and I have about five minutes of this little baby cigar. So I'm just sitting there, okay? This is unacceptable number three. Wait to the last one. I'm still pissed at the last one. Um... And I'm smoking a cigar, and uh, two women walk up, two African-American women walk up, you know, and they seem seem like they're going to be nice. And this one woman very abruptly, with a lot of energy and no fucking manners at all, comes and says, excuse me, you got another cigarette? I don't even know if she said excuse me. I think she said, you got another cigarette? And I go, oh, no, I'm sorry, this is a cigar. And she just sees a cigar, and she just 
turns her head quickly to a friend. She goes, oh, that's a cigar. And just marches off. So not only did she say, excuse me, not only did she not say, oh, um, do you, have, do you have an extra cigarette or I'd appreciate or excuse nothing. Just, just, uh, you know, you have another cigarette. No, it's just, oh, that's a cigar and marched off to a friend. Like, he ain't even, a, he ain't even smoking a cigar. He's smoking a cigar and didn't even say, oh, thank you. Didn't even say, sorry to bother you. Just fucking walked up. Okay. You know, like an entitled cunt. Okay. Cause that's what she was. She had no fucking manners, like a fucking animal. Just, uh, can I have another, can I have a, you have a cigarette? Can I get a cigarette? No, it's actually, oh, that's a cigar he's smoking. He's smoking, he, he's smoking a fucking cigarette and just marched off like that and just left me standing there. So fucking rude, so disrespectful, no fucking manners at all, absolutely unacceptable. Who the fuck is raising you? You walk up to somebody, first of all, you don't know me, so even asking for a cigarette is kind of like fucking begging with a stranger. You know, what you do in that situation, if you really need a cigarette and you don't really have much money to buy a pack, what you do, what people with some sort of fucking dignity, some sort of ethic go up and they say, excuse me, man, I, I, can, I, can I buy a cigarette from you? I'll buy a cigarette. I'll give you a dollar for a cigarette or something like that. And then somebody, if they have them, will go, no, no need. Here's a cigarette. No worries. Or fine. Yeah, give me a dollar. I mean, you wouldn't take the dollar. I mean, unless you needed to. You know, unless you were strapped and you needed to get another pack, whatever. Maybe you will take a dollar for it. But that's what you do. You say, excuse me, can I get a cigarette from you? Can I buy a cigarette from you? So, and you say, okay, no, sorry to bother you. No, thank you. Or, or okay, or if I say to her, oh, sorry, this is just a cigar. Okay, I'm sorry to bother you. None of that. None of that. You know, excuse me, I don't mean to bother you. Do you happen to have an extra cigarette? I'd even pay for it. How about that? And then, no, this is actually a cigar. Oh, it is? Okay, never mind. So sorry to bother you. Take care. Have a good night. That's what a fucking human being does. Not this fucking absolute disrespectful fucking rude asshole. And they just mar- Oh, that's a cigar he's smoking. Like, who the fuck are you? You think I would give that to you anyway, you fucking asshole? Unacceptable. That's number three. Here we go. Here's number four. This is the one, guys. This is the one... This is the one that I think out of 257 episodes of doing the Verzi Effect podcast, this is the one that is beyond unacceptable, okay? And I'm going to call the establishment today. I'm not going to mention names. This happened to be at another pizzeria that we use, okay? And uh, the pizzeria is not far away. We have about three that we go to. This is usually number three, not because the food is worse, just because it's a little more out of the way. But, and again, my wife would have been right. My wife said, let's go to this place. They have good chicken at this place. And I said, yeah, but this place has good salads too. And this place also has boneless buffalo tenders, which I was in the mood for. I'm a sucker for spicy shit. And I'm a sucker for uh, buffalo wings and buffalo tenders. You give me a vat of buffalo tenders and a and a fucking thing of, you know, blue cheese to dunk it in, and, and I'm in. That's all I need. I'm in. I love that snack. I love that shit, right? I like the different spices. I like the different flavors. I like it hot, and, and this place had it. So I said to my wife, babe, we'll get salads at this place. So she reluctantly agrees. Now, we call up. We place an order. It was very professional. They kept me on hold because they're busy. They do good business. Again, I'm not going to mention names. And they say uh, 45 minutes, guys. 
So we wait 45 minutes and here's what happens. I want to preface this by letting you people know right now that this is not an exaggeration. This is not for me to have a, oh my God, he, you know, he's exaggerating it for the show. Absolutely not. If this didn't happen, the cigarette one would have been probably the unacceptable for the week. Maybe the fat guy with the hot dog, you know, but since so much stuff happened this week, I wanted to get it all off my chest and lead up to what happened. So we wait 45 minutes and I'm in the bedroom with my family, my son, my daughter, okay, my wife. We're in the bedroom, we're watching TV, we're getting ready, we're just hanging out, you know, I'm home with them for the night and uh, we're having a great time. Animals are around, the cats, the dog, everything is nice. And all of a sudden, I hear a bang on my door and, it, and this is where the unacceptable starts, okay? <laughs> the bang on the door was not knock, knock, knock. The bang on the door was as if a fucking FBI agent was coming to do a drug raid and they were saying, we know you're in there. Now, you know when people like to get cute and go, dun, 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 dun. so that's what this fucking guy does, except he doesn't get to the, ah, ah, he just goes, bum, 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 bum. When I tell you over the top loud, annoyingly loud and unacceptable in itself, okay? That's how loud and ridiculously disgraceful this knock was for a fucking stranger delivering my food that I paid for, okay? I paid a service and I'm gonna tip you and you knock on my door and I, I just get up and I go, what the fuck is that? Boom, 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 boom. So I start walking and I walk downstairs and I'm looking and I'm just like hoping to see just some big strong guy that doesn't know his strength and he's a dummy and we just go on with our lives. And I open the door and what I saw, I will never forget. I am not making this up. I open the door and when I open the door, I see a dude. I mean, I can't even fucking believe it. he was dressed almost like Willy Wonka. I can't even tell you. He had a top hat on, okay? He had a fucking top hat on. He looked like fucking, like, like it reminded me of Johnny Depp in the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. He had a fucking, like, a, like a, one of those fucking magician hats on, right? He had circular pink glasses. Then I look at this dude's outfit. He was wearing very, very thin, very thin black sweatpants that were sliced up and chopped at the bottom and like all shredded at the bottom where you could see from his knee down like he was in a wearing a pirate costume okay he was he had fucking baby blue converse on he and I'm not it was so over the top how he was dressed that for a second I actually thought like it was so blowing my mind what I saw I was already pissed about the knock and then I opened this and he was like Hey, like he acted like he knew me or, and he was like, oh, look, you got cats. Like he was just like way too, he was like a cute cats. Right. And I look at him and he's just got a fucking, you know, a top hat on these pink glasses. He's got these baby blue Converse shoes, shredded up sweatpants. And I'm just looking at him. And now I kind of want this thing to be fucking over with. And I'm going, what the fuck? And it gets worse. He steps in and I grab the receipt and I just want to sign it. And he says something about my cats. And it was so over the top that for one second I thought it was Halloween. 
Like, I, I actually was like, I, I totally, it's almost like I had a blackout. I'm like, wait, maybe I'm in a time. Holy shit, is Halloween coming up? Like, is, is this Halloween? That's how crazy it was. And then I'm looking around. I'm going, no, it's springtime. What the fuck is this guy wearing? Then I, I smell a stench. And it's an overwhelming stench of body odor. It's overwhelming. And it stinks. And then I'm like, wow, maybe he's just having a bit. Like, I don't know. And then as he gives me the receipt to sign, a fucking waff, like a, just a fucking waff of air comes. And it's fucking above, just beyond unbearable stench of body odor. And then it gets worse. He hands me the receipt and he's got scabs and rashes all over his fucking hand. This is who the fucking pizzeria is sending with fucking food. This fucking fat, fucking top-hatted fuck in shredded up sweatpants, baby blue converse. This guy looked like, like, dude, a fucking homeless guy would have been like, dude, you stink. Smelling like that. Smelling like he's fucking played basketball for 91 days without a shower. And he's delivering me and my family's food. He's handing me a bag, stinking up the fucking foyer, the, 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 the area, the foyer, whatever the fuck they call it by the stairs, when I'm, when I'm paying him. I want this fucking thing to be over with. It's disgusting. Now I'm nauseous and I can't eat my dinner. I was so disgusted that his hands were even touching a bag of my fucking food. Okay? And then he says to me, do you want a receipt? And by the way, I didn't even want it. This guy smelled so bad and the whole fucking outfit, the way he knocked on my door, and I still gave him a good tip. I still gave him an, a way above average tip, okay? Because I want people to know, listen, if you come to this address, you're gonna, the guy's cool and the guy's going to give you a tip. And, you know, and I tell my wife, if I'm not here, tip the pizza people, you know, tip them this. Make sure they know when they come here. Because you know what that ha- You know what happens when, when, you know, when you do that? They get the food there quicker. They're fucking happy to come there. You know, they know what they're getting and it's better. And you become like a friend to them and they know, they come to your house. Oh, get this thing out there. They know what you want and all that stuff. So I still tip the guy good. He says to me, and I was kind of rushing him out at that point. Like, I just didn't want to deal with it anymore. And he says, do you want the receipt? And I go, no, man, I don't need the receipt. And I hand him back the receipt after I tip him. I give them the thing that I signed. And he says, okay, bye, friend. Calls me friend. And then closes the door. I'm so fucking nuts about what just happened. I go, Stacy, to my wife, Stace, look out the window. You got to look out the window. You got to look at what this guy's wearing. So she looks at it. She's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you know. And how dare, how fucking dare a pizzeria send that to my house? How dare you send that to anybody's house, okay? That guy shouldn't fucking go up to a homeless guy's cardboard box and fucking knock on it with the, with the, let, and you're going to smack on my door like that? And you're going to dress like that? And you're going to smell like fucking, you're going to smell like B.O.? You're going to smell like a fucking B.O. nasty body odor, dude? And you're going to hand me shit, my food with, 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 uh, scabs on your hand and rashes on your hand and stink up my fuck and make me sick, not even want to eat my dinner. Now I got to go through the food and make sure. Luckily, the food was packaged fine and the guy only had the handles of this plastic bag. And I had to like fucking like, you know, it, it, I, I made sure that the food was okay. And I put the food down. I'm telling my wife all this and that and I'm absolutely disgusted with what happened. And my wife's like, maybe you should call later. Don't call now. I don't want this guy knowing where the fuck I live. Okay. If you guys would have saw the Halloween costume this guy was wearing, not to mention smelling and everything, one of the most unacceptable things I've ever seen. But here's what really did it. Here's what made me really go over the edge. So we eat, 
Okay, the food was fine. Food was good. We eat. I'm kind of getting over what happened. I'm a little nauseous still. I, I tried to, you know, whatever. And then I was like, all right, I'm taking Lloyd outside. I'm taking the puppy outside for a walk. And I take the dog out for a walk, and I notice that there's something on my driveway. This fucking guy crumpled up the receipt and threw it on my driveway. I saw it. It didn't fall out of his pocket. There's no way he dropped it. He crumpled it up and threw it and left it there. And I think, after thinking about it, I think the reason he did it was because I think he got the sense that I was a little disgusted. It smelled. I was nice to him. I smiled. I signed the thing. I tipped him. I think he knew I rushed. That's why he said, bye, friend. I think he looked at the fucking thing and was like, fuck this guy, and just crumpled it up and left it on my driveway. Absolutely the most unacceptable experience I ever had in food. One of the most ridiculous things. This guy smelled as like like if this guy was a plumber, I would fucking say he smelled bad and he shouldn't be in my house. And this guy is delivering food to my house. Food that me and my family are gonna eat smelling like that, looking like that, shredded up sweatpants. Shame on this fucking place. I'm calling this place today after this podcast, and I'm gonna say, look, I gotta be honest with you, man. What you guys sent to the house, how could you send? I'm gonna actually say, how can you send somebody like that? I'm not even gonna give them my address. I'm gonna call from a, I'm a landline. I'm not calling from my because when you call from the cell, they have you all the time. I'm not. I'm calling from a landline. I'm gonna say, look, you lost my business, but I just want to tell you it was absolutely disgusting and repulsive, and I'm telling people about it. Okay, I don't want anybody to lose their job, but you know what? Fuck it. That guy should lose his job. Okay, a grown man showing up like that, showing up in a fucking Halloween costume. I didn't know whether to fucking sign a tip for this guy or give him a fucking Milky Way. I didn't know if I should give this guy a bag of candy and tell him to get the fuck off my property. It was one of the most unacceptable things I've ever seen. So ridiculous and over the top. Unbelievable. Absolutely unacceptable. The worst one I've ever seen. Oh my God, I wish you guys would have still. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? Oh my God. Oh. Fucking, and, and, and I'm just nauseous. And I'm nauseous and I got I to eat like kind of sick because I needed to eat dinner. And it was getting late and I didn't want to eat late. So I had to eat. I got a salad and shit. And I just, it was fucking ridiculous. It was one of the most unacceptable things. Thanks, friend. Cute cats knocking on my door like you're going to fucking raid it by, you know, looking for cocaine under my couch like it's fucking Ed Norton in the 25th hour. Oh, my God, dude. That's my unacceptables. Those are them for the week. Let's get to yours. Oh, people, I'm fired up. Fucking gross. All right. Here we go. This one. Car driving unacceptable from Emmy Amstein or Amstein. Hey, Paul, new to your podcast, but I love it and I have an unacceptable. Here in Switzerland, we have tons and tons of French people who cross the border every day to work. First of all, thank you for listening from Switzerland. It's fucking awesome. So when I commute to my job every morning, we all drive along. Now there's one thing which drives me nuts. Apparently in France, tinting your car windows... Uh, at the front is legal, which does not make any fucking sense. As in Switzerland, it's not, which makes total sense as you need to see the other driver's eyes to get all the hints at what their next move is going to be. I don't know about the U.S. Probably it's one of those things which is left to the individual states to rule, but I believe it's unacceptable for the other guy to hide his fucking face uh, when he can see mine. Uh, uh, what's more, it's really, 
It's really a road safety issue. So unacceptable. Have a good day. Hope to see you perform someday. Yeah, I mean, I agree 100%. And I think, in, I think I don't know if it's a state-to-state thing or a United States thing. I think it's a state-to-state. But I think in New York, you can have windows tinted. And I believe if you do have the windshield... No, actually, I think it might be illegal to have the windshield tinted. But I know in New York that it needs to be a certain type of tint. And if it's too dark, you you know, you I think out of the windshield, you have to see the person. But actually, I think in New York State, you have to see the person the whole way. It can't be jet black. You can't be blacked in there like that, like blacked out. So, uh, yeah, that's unacceptable and dangerous. And, you know, you can't see if some guy's on the fucking cell phone. You can't see if some guy is screaming at somebody on the phone, not paying attention, if some guy's texting. So that's definitely unacceptable and definitely uh, unsafe. Thank you for the submission and thank you for listening. Um you know, from Switzerland. That's awesome. Okay, here we go. Uh-oh. This one, is this... All right. This one says, Michael Jordan's story and unacceptable. All right. Uh, here we go. This is a little longer, but it says it's worth it. Here we go. This is a long one, but it's a, it's a double so worth it, hopefully. All right. Here we go. I like this. I like this. Here's another Jordan story. Let's see. I work at a casino out here in California. Since uh, Burr, Headline, and Bartnick opened there before. Okay? So you saw Bartnick open for Burr. Okay. Seen Burr, Headline, and Bartnick open there before. Okay. There was a uh, there was a guest that came in that I hadn't seen in a while. I always try to avoid her because she's one of those people that complains and goes on and on about how bad and messed up her life is to the point where after you talk to her, you feel like fist fighting everyone or killing yourself because her depression rubs off on you. So anyways, I was walking by and saw her and tried to turn the other way like I didn't see her when she called my name. That's the worst. As I walk up, she puts her arms out uh, to hug me. So I hug her and she squeezes me and pulls me in close. Our faces touch and I notice her face is greasy, ugh, like she just put uh, lotion on or something. A few moments after we hug, she proceeds to tell me, She has bad news, like always. She says, I don't know if you could tell, but my skin is falling off and the doctors can't figure out why. Oh, that's why, uh, that's why I have my face covered up. I immediately felt rage beyond belief because 30 seconds earlier, our faces were touching. I looked down (laughs) and this bitch had a brown leather driving gloves, wait, had on brown leather driving gloves playing a slot machine because the skin was falling off of her hands too. What the fuck? Uh, what kind of low-life, uh, patty melter face asshole hangs out in public and hugs normal people, uh, nuzzling her face up to them, uh, and then springs, my face is falling off. Uh, like some damn leper seconds after. What the fuck? Needless to say, I got out of there fast and washed my face so many times with hand soap, my cheeks were peeling. That is unacceptable and fucking gross. Uh, And as for Michael Jordan, he does a basketball camp out here every year and plays golf at the course in in my hometown once a year when he comes down. Since he travels alone sometimes, he has no caddy, so he uses one of the employees. One of my friends who was working for the course at the time got the lucky job of of toting uh, Mr. J's clubs around. Best part was at the end of the long day, summer, and it's hot out here, 
Jordan asked him, I bet you want a tip, don't you? Well, today your tip was being a caddy for Michael Jordan. What a fucking asshole. And got in his car and left. Cold dude, man. My friend said he thought he was going to get an autograph. Uh, and he even uh, brought a jersey for him to sign. No dice, bro. Ultimate letdown. <laughs> Lock Jordan's disapp- disappointing ass up and throw the face-melting guy <laughs> uh, from RoboCop's girlfriend uh, in the psych ward. Sick, man. Keep up the good work, and thanks for the entertainment. Uh, you're one of the greats, bro. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate that. And, um, yeah, uh, we were talking about Jordan today, as a matter of fact, this morning. It's just, uh, yeah, he doesn't like to tip. I heard he said all he tips is 20 bucks, and... Um, you know, I would honestly, you know what the greatest thing is? I think people need to just start denying that guy's service. You know, like if he was like, oh, you caddy. I'd be like, nah, it's all right, man. I don't want your bullshit tip. I don't care that you're Jordan. I'm a, I'm a Knicks fan, motherfucker. You know, I'm a Knicks fan. Yeah, you beat us, but you know what? I'm a Knicks fan. Have this fucking asshole think he's going to get an autograph and tip from you and, and get disappointed. Fuck that guy. Uh, thank you for the submission. I appreciate it. Okay, here we go. Uh, this one from Kelly Meyer. Kelly Meyer is back on TVE, everybody. IBS backfires is the title. Here we go. Paul, last week I went out for drinks and dinner with some buddies. It was near the end of the night and I was pretty tuned up. I went to the restroom to take a piss. It was a smaller restroom with only one urinal and I was the only patron in there at the time. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I, those are the best. You fucking hang. Those are the best. When you go in the urinal, you're drunk, but nobody's in there. It's awesome. Uh, I had just started my stream when I hear the door open, then it sucks. Uh, and one of my buddies came in and said, uh, hurry up with that. I got a piss. I, I replied, hey, while you're waiting, uh, do you want to hear a song I wrote? I just came up with it and I wrote it special for you. I lifted my leg and gave a good push for what I thought was going to be. (laughs) Ah, God, this guy never disappoints, does he? This guy never disappoints. I lifted my leg and gave a good push for what I thought was going to be a long and loud fart. Yeah, you know where this ends. Forcing a fart is a dangerous game for any, especially those of us who suffer from the earth-shattering episodes of violent diarrhea. When you have IBS, there's almost always a shit on deck, even if you don't feel it. I push out a good, solid two, three-second fart, but then there was a <laughs> there was a very audible splattering uh, sound <laughs> of squirting liquid that followed. <laughs> I puckered. I puckered my ass cheeks to stop the flow and and turned my upper body around to face my buddy, my dick still in hand. Oh, I got tears in my eyes and a look of sheer horror on my face. His jaw was wide open. He asked, did you just shit your pants? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think it was just a wet one. I was lying through my teeth. There was no doubt. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was already running down uh oh, it was already running down my thigh. He wasted he wasted no time. He ran back out and was yelling across to the bar to our friends what had just transpired. And it, and he was loud enough that everybody in the bar heard him. I zipped up my pants and ran into the stall <laughs> to, to survey the damage. It was bad enough that I had to toss the bottle. <laughs> 
<laughs> tossed my boxer briefs in the trash. I cleaned myself up and headed out the door to find everybody, every person in the bar looking at the men's, oh my God, looking at the men's room door waiting to see the guy who just shat himself. I stopped and looked around at all the people watching me. I yelled out, false alarm. That's fucking great. And they went and they all went back to their conversations. I haven't seen so many disappointed faces since meeting my wife's extended family for the first time. <laughs> my buddies gave me shit about it the rest of the night, especially after one of them saw my underwear in the bathroom garbage can. Unaccept hashtag unacceptable. Hashtag never trust a fart. Uh, yeah, dude. And I got your offer. And I, I you know what? I want to come out there and definitely go to a game. I'm trying to work something out where I could do the dates on Friday and Saturday. Um, so, yeah, there's a Sunday night game out there in October. Yes. Um, yeah, so that's awesome. Uh, maybe I'll, yeah. I'll, I'm going to look at I'm gonna look at that. But thank you so much for the, yeah, and, and I'll let you know for sure. I'm trying to do that. So, um, you know, I don't know. It might not be immediate, but I'm definitely going to, I'm definitely going to try to do that. That would be awesome, dude. And we definitely got to, you know, meet and talk sometime. And what I'd actually like to do is get you on the podcast. I think that that would be something that people would really fucking love, especially if you've been listening to the Verzi Effect for long. Uh, you know, people people come up to me and talk about uh, Kelly all the time. You know, they're just like, oh, dude, that dude's stories are great, like legendary. Like, you know, I cry laughing and it's just because I've never seen anybody talk so eloquent. Like you, you like it's like a story. Like I feel like I'm reading a fucking Harry Potter book, but it's about you just fucking having horrific episodes of shitting yourself in these bathrooms or like at barbecues. It's just the greatest. So um, thank you so much for the unacceptable. Uh, let's keep this moving. I hope you guys are enjoying this. This is going fast, man. We're 45 minutes in. Got a lot of show left. Uh, here we go. This is from, this says, uh, woman kicks my dog. Oh boy. This is from Cameron McClock or McCulloch, uh, McCulloch. I hope I got that right. I'm sorry. Dear Paul, first time submitter, but long time listener. I live in Seattle and I am a commercial fisherman in Alaska. Wow. Thank you so much. Um, for my, uh, for my little brother's birthday last November, I flew him and my dad uh, out to New York City to meet um, one of our older brothers who lives in Boston to see you and Bill destroy MSG. My younger brother and dad uh, and I are all huge fans of you and Bill. Uh, I think I was below the section that was having sound issues. Sorry about that. Oh, no, no worries. Um, my unacceptable might resonate with you, especially as you now have a dog. I took my dog to Petco to get his nails trimmed and a bath while I was running errands, okay? I come back to pick him up, and he was happy as ever. He is a beautiful, friendly, two-year-old uh, uh, corgi named uh, Rainy. I was taking him from the grooming area to the cash register to pay for the service, and, uh, and first I noticed this woman shouting, at the employees behind uh, the register saying that she was waiting for help. It was a slow day. She could have walked up and politely asked to get some help. Then, uh, as I was approaching the register, my dog grazed her lower leg. He did not bite, snap, run into her. He grazed her leg with his fur, uh, which is fine, which might have been uh, a tad damp. She smacked Wait, what? She smacked her leg 
let out this uh, vile, like, fucking dog, veiled fucking dog. What? Uh, and slightly kicked my dog with her foot. Not a full kick, but just sort of kicked his butt with her foot. Uh, had she touched my dog with anything more than a brush away with her foot, I would have snapped completely. But I held it together, and instead of calm, uh, instead of calmly detaching my dog's leash, uh, tying it around her neck and throwing it, <laughs> throwing it to the ceiling fan, I settled for chill the fuck out, you old bag. Absolutely unacceptable. My dog was not jumping uh, up on her or engaging with her at all. He just grazed her on the way to the cash register, uh, bitching out employees and sort of shoving my dog. I just, uh, I just can't. Um, I don't know if she needs a cage, but she definitely needs a time out and a stern talking to. Love your comedy podcast. Thanks for keeping up the laughter. Uh, I have OCD and have re-listened to your OCD bit from Levity probably 30 times. I'm seeing Burr at the uh, Vamu Theater in Seattle on uh, May 22nd. I hope your ass is on the show, too. Sorry for the length. No, uh, thank you for the submission, uh, Cameron. Yeah, that's uh, when something you love is being touched or even just even like disciplined by somebody else. It's really fucking and it's not like your dog did anything. If your dog bit, if your dog did something, but the fact that you have a dog with hair and it was a little damp and there's no reason for her to do that. That is unacceptable. Thank you so much for the uh, submission. I got to move on here. Uh, this is from Jason Travis. Hey, Paul, I have an unacceptable that's really going to get you going. Oh, boy. So a few days ago, I'm at a park with my brothers who are young, and I look to the left, and there is some ghetto-ass dumb bitch smoking a cigarette in the middle of the fucking park. Uh, Paul with, excuse me, Paul with her little kid that couldn't have been older than three or four by her side, and no joke, Paul, the fucking cigarette was no more than a foot from the kid's face. And this uh, this shit pissed this shit pissed me off so much because my little brothers are at the park trying to have fun and this bitch has the nerve to sit there and smoke a cigarette in a park around other people's kids. So I go up to her trying to act like the polite young man my father and mother raised me to be and asked her, ma'am, uh, I understand you want to smoke, but there are little kids here could you put that out? And she tells me, I can't smoke if I... Wait a minute. So you said to her that, which is great that you said that. Um, and you said, there are little kids here. Could you put that out? And she tells me, I could smoke if I want. There is no sign that says I can't. So now I lose it and I tell her, you shouldn't need a sign do you have any common sense, you piece of shit? There are little kids here, and you're just going to smoke a cigarette if you want to give yourself cancer. That's your business, but at least don't give it to the little kids, you piece of shit. There's, a, there's no sign that says you can't uh, kill someone. It's common sense, you moron. And to this, she, good for you, dude. And to this, she had nothing to say and just took her kid and left. There is a serious need for some animal control, Paul. Uh, we're going to need some more cages. Love the show, Jason. Good for you for saying something. Good for you. And and she couldn't come back and say that. It's like, what can you say after that? Yeah, there's no sign to kill people, but you know something? Don't blow smoke in my kid's face. You have some fucking common sense. You're an adult, you fucking asshole. There's no sign that says, what are you, 12? There's no sign that says it. You know, it, it, you need a sign to, to, to not put secondhand smoke in a kid's face, fucking cunt. Thank you, Jason, for the... Um, 
submission. All right, got a couple more here, guys. Um, I told you, though. I told you at the beginning this was going to be a little heavy with the unacceptables, but I'm throwing other shit in there, so whatever. Here we go. Miserable restaurant worker. My purchases. Uh, all right, this one isn't too long. Uh, hi, Paul. Uh, First-time writer here, but I've seen many unacceptables. Uh, I've sent many unacceptables to Twitter. I have an experience that uh, is relatable to the pizza shop guy. Oh, not the one that I just had. <laughs> I will make this... Uh, as short as possible. For the last couple of years, I've been going uh, to this uh, Caribbean place to get some pretty decent food. It's a small place by the um, Long Island Railroad uh, around my way in uh, Laurelton, Queens. Uh, in my experience at this place, I have seen different employees who were kind and courteous, except for one. Paul, this one particular woman works at the front and takes orders. Every time I go in there, she makes me want to leave. She looks like she is miserable 24-7, never smiles. You give her your order. Oh, yeah, the guy that I know what you're talking about. Not yet. You give the order. She says nothing. And when I did hear her speak, it was the most uncomfortable attitude I've ever heard. Uh, I can understand if you are having a bad day or something, but when you are having customers come into a small restaurant like that and they see scowling, miserable face, it is a major turnoff. After last month, that was the last time I will go in there. Plus, on top of that, they raised the prices and started to now uh, uh, rotate out. Wait a minute. Oh, ration out food. Oh, that's terrible. Food dispensing um, on what your order and depending uh, and depending on what uh, type of meat you get. Uh, it will be mostly bones for unreasonable prices. Paul. Uh, come pull a giant stick out of her ass and pull her in a cage. By the way, I love the comedy album. I've yet to see you live. When will you be performing in Queens again? Take care, Ronnie. Well, thank you, Ronnie. Um, yeah, those people need to be fired and it's the establishment's fault. And it's the same way that this fucking pizzeria delivery guy came to my thing. It's the pizzeria's fault and I'm going to call him today about it. But you're absolutely right. I remember one time I was actually in like 2005. It was like 2000. No, it was like 2007. I'm sorry, 2007 or maybe just 2008, I was opening for Burr in D.C., and we after a show, we went into this place, and this guy was, like, rushing to order, like, come on, what do you, and I just put my hand up, I go, relax, dude, relax, and afterwards, Bill goes, I love how you said that to that guy, it's like, yeah, um, listen, you chose this job, that's what these people don't understand, you chose this job, thank you for the submission, here we go, this is from, uh, this says, hour, hourly unacceptable, Tom uh, Verga, hey, Paul, uh, I had the good fortune to see you at MSG. Awesome all around. Love your album and the podcast too. Thank you. Here's my unacceptable. I work in a video production and have the good fortune to travel to different regions to see some cool things. With my line of work, I work crazy hours and a 15-hour day is not uncommon. Uh, I'm in beautiful Portland, Maine this week on a shoot and we're staying in a very uh, cool high-end hotel. A half a block from my room is uh, City Hall, which has an old-fashioned uh, bell tower that chimes every hour. Uh, quaint, right? The first night, uh, I shot up in bed at 3 a.m. as this fucking hunk of metal starts blaring like a goddamn city is under attack. I woke up in a panic and <laughs> yelled to no one, you gotta be fucking shitting me. Oh, that's great. Every hour I woke up feeling like Christopher Lloyd uh, in the clock tower at the end of Back to the Future. Lock the mayor and council in a cage and suspend them in city hall, in the city hall bell for a night. And maybe those 
<laughs> blurry-eyed animals will pass the uh, resolution to shut the fucker off during the night. Thanks for the laughs, uh, free or otherwise. Uh, Tom Verga. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, they reminded me of uh, Joe Pesci and my uncle, my uncle Vinny. I uh, was like, what the fuck is that? Thank you for the submission. Uh, here we go. A few more here. This is from uh, Robert Thompson. Unacceptable. Hey, Paul. First off, we missed you in Atlanta already. Uh, I'll always be a huge fan for how well you treated me and my family. Of course, Robert. Thank you so much. Uh, now my unacceptable for the day for you today is yet another bathroom situation. Every time I see this, it drives me insane. But when people don't change the damn roll of toilet paper uh, and just uh, set it, somewhere. Paul, you can change the damn thing while you are taking a shit. I guess people are too busy updating their Facebook statuses to do it. I would say lock them in a cage, but being as they are this lazy, they would probably enjoy the time in the cage doing nothing. Picture is attached of just the empty roll where it really should be and the full one on the bar. Picture attached, but not sure if you could see. Yeah, I see it uh, being as the last time you couldn't see the picture of the shit on the toilet. No, I got it. I see this one. And uh, yeah, all you have to do, it's not even like, it's literally two seconds. You literally throw the roll out and put this on and that's it. Thank you for the submission, Robert. Okay. Uh, another quick one. Oh my God. Is that a fucking, this one's from, uh, it says shitty parents, Alex King. Hey Paul, I'm not a parent yet, but there is nothing more unacceptable to me than shitty parents. I don't know if this is a repeat, but take a look at this child being, wow permanently fucked up because his parents are lazy assholes that can't teach him how to function in society. I heard the kid ask to get ice cream and she yelled at him and yanked his leash like he was a fucking dog. Oh my God. And there's a kid on a leash here. Jesus. And she's pulling him. Um, put the parents on a leash and tie it to the back of a semi while I take a little, uh, while I take the little dude to grab a waffle cone. Uh, thanks. I can't wait to catch you again when you come back to the Midwest. Alex from Detroit. Thank you, Alex. Yeah. There's a picture of a, a, a woman and a man. The man's holding the kid's little kid backpack and the woman is pulling the kid on a leash. Okay. Uh, two more. Here we go. Um, not. Oh, okay. This one is not for the podcast. So one more. And here we go. And it's a quick one. Vincent uh, Rapucci. Rapucci, uh, filthy animal on train. Hey, Paul, my name is Vinny uh, Rapucci. I like you. You're not Irish. I've been a fan for about a year now after hearing about you from Burr's podcast. Uh, that's nice. Burr brings a lot of people, man, to the show. It's fucking really nice. Um, you know, other podcasts do too, but uh, Bill has been really generous to bringing people to the Verzi effect. So if you came over from the Monday morning podcast, I thank you. Thank Bill. Um, and thank Bill too. You know, if you like the show, go to Bill and say, Hey, I listen to Paul's and, 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 you know, that's really nice. Um, bought your album and just wanted to say you're hilarious. Keep up the good work for my unacceptable. Thank you so much for my unacceptable. I live in Boston and I work in the city. So I take the train, uh, to and from work, which animals love to frequent on. So this lady sits down across the table from me, which is fine until the train takes off from the station and she pulls out a blanket, leans her head back and starts to snore. It gets worse. Five minutes late, she kicks her flip-flops off and puts her disgusting, crusty feet on my seat next to me. Unacceptable. Lock her 
up in a cage and throw away the key. Thanks for taking the time uh, for my first submission. I tried tweeting it last week, but I don't think it worked. Thanks, Paul. Um, yeah. Plus, I mean, I'm not trying to be sexist here, but a fucking chick snoring. I mean, I'm not. It's worse than a guy snoring. Let's be honest. A guy snores or burps or farts. It's still kind of gross and off-putting. But if a girl does any of those, it's just like, ah, come on, lady, fucking put a mouthpiece in or something. Uh, thank you for, <laughs> thank you for the submissions. Uh, that is it for the unacceptables. What time is it here? All right, we're in an hour in here. Um, I know it was heavy on the unacceptables because mine were so long too, but your guys was awesome, so I want to thank everybody. If you want to send it, and, and I love the first-time submitters, man. Thank you. Keep doing it. I'll read them. They're all great. You guys obviously have a gauge of what you know the show is and, and what it should be. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's a lot of un- unacceptable shit out there, and we got to call it out. So thank you. If you want to submit your unacceptables to the show, Submit it to unacceptables4, it's not the number, it's spelt out F-O-R, unacceptables4tve at gmail.com, okay? Um, thank you for that. Let's see if we have any on Twitter. I don't believe, I think if there is on Twitter, I, I don't think there's many. I think I got like one recent one, but uh, I think then we should be done. Uh, let's see here. Yes, this one is from Timbo at Lord Timbo, T-I-M-B-O. Paul, this guy cleaning his car... Uh, with the windshield squeegee at a gas station is beyond acceptable. And it's this kind of like heavier guy walking up to his Chevy Impala and he's rubbing the entire car. Thanks for the video. He sent me a 30-second video of this guy just rubbing his whole car with the windshield squeegee. Um, Yeah, I don't know why. It's like, dude, first of all, what you're doing with that is you're streaking the car and it's got that mesh on it, which is going to drag the dirt, not clean the car. Just Just drive it through a car wash. Like, you, you're better off going home spraying it with a hose and, like, rubbing it down with a towel instead of doing the shit you just did. Um, thank you for the submission, Timbo. And let's see. I think people, a lot of people were sending me Michael Jordan stuff, and it is just a shame, man. It really is, like, can we talk about that for a second? One of the greatest athletes of our time, one of the most famous people on this planet, um, one of the greats of all time is just an entitled asshole who, you know, doesn't want to give up anything. He's narcissistic. He's fucking, I mean, he's just a fucking dick, man. Michael Jordan's a dick. That's really what it comes down to. Like, you could say whatever. He's just a dick. Um, Oh, here's one. Blair Stewart at GoodStewart17. And that's S-T-E-W-A-R-D-17. When a bus driver is a bitch to me because my dollar bills aren't crisp enough, Obviously, I have enough problems. <laughs> Hashtag unacceptable. <laughs> That's funny. Thank you for this submission, <laughs> Blair. Um, are we done? Are we done? I think we might be done. No, we're not. Brent Christensen, at all caps, Brenty Fresh, but it's it's Brenty, so Brent with y, all caps, and then Brent, and then Y, and then F-R-E-5-H. I guess it's Brenty Fresh, but the S is a five. Uh, People that flex shirtless on their Facebook page. (laughs) Unacceptable. I can't really deny that. I can't really deny somebody fucking flexing on their, you know, unless it's a joke and you're being a dick mocking it. That's one thing. Uh, this one's from Justin Roberts. I went to school. I went to middle, eighth grade and high school with a kid named Justin Roberts, but not the same one, obviously. At Justin Roberts, 15, unacceptable, and it's a Mercedes parked in two spots right in the middle. 
<clears throat> I'm not going to lie, that is a nice Mercedes, but I think you're asking for a scratch being that much of an obvious dick. This one's from Josh. Josh at Joshua Zone. Uh, Josh, W A Z um, O N I E. Coming to, coming to Arizona. Hell yes. Unacceptable. I've never seen him live. Uh, one of my faves. Well, thank you so much, Josh. And yes, I will be there. And I'm actually going to get to those plugs in a second if that's it. I think, uh, yes, that is it, everybody. That is it. Thank you so much. Um, Thank you so much for the unacceptables. That is done. Don't worry. There's more show. It's not just going to be all unacceptables. I want to talk about some talk about some stuff, do a little sports and everything like that. But we got them all out of the way. There we go. Uh, really funny ones this week, guys. I uh, really laughed at some of them. And you're just, you know, you get it. You fucking get it. I love the people that call people out. I just don't want anybody getting hurt. And seriously, I really don't. I just want to say that disclaimer now. Like, I don't want you going up to somebody. Yeah, you know you're a real piece of shit, and the guy fucking just pulls out a fucking little, you know, just starts beating you. I don't, you know, you'll know. Just gauge it and be a smart person and gauge it if it's the right time to say something. You know, that's all I need. Comedian's podcast causes outrage in Missouri. You know, <laughs> there was an all-out brawl in a Missouri Buffalo Wild Wings when somebody put their chicken bone near somebody's leg and... They said, have you heard of the Verzi Effect podcast? They shoved a chicken bone up a guy's ass, and it was, <laughs> I don't, I don't need that. Um, that would be funny, though, if somebody just was like, somebody actually said something where, uh, that was crazy a while back, if you remember on the show, there was somebody in a Buffalo Wild Wings in Chicago, and the guy called the guy out for it, and he's like, oh, you listen to Paul Verzi's podcast, too. I couldn't fucking believe that. I could not believe that. Um, all right, we are an hour and five minutes in. We talked about everything. I'm making a phone call to that pizzeria after the show. Like, that's on my list of things to do today. I don't think I'm going to get a nap in. Uh, although I should have because we were out pretty late last night. Um, what's going on in the world of sports? Here's what's going on in the world of sports. Steph Curry is back to not being human again. This guy comes off the bench, puts up 40 points. I've never fucking seen it. And you know what? I hope to God this guy gets six or more titles and people talk about him and Jordan. You know why? Because he does, He you could tell he tips. Matter of fact, my good friend Giannis Papas did something with him on um, that show that he worked on that I helped write for. And I did uh, some sketch acting with uh, the AOL's two-point lead where they went to a golf a driving range. And Curry was helping him, and he said Curry was just, Curry just has that cool guy swag, nice guy, super cool, chill. <clears throat> and I've never seen a guy just pull up six feet behind the three-point line and just, I've never seen, like what he is doing is so comical. He's making it look easy. I don't think people truly understand. Even, listen to me right now, people, even if you don't like the NBA anymore, and I know there's a lot of people that don't like it. I know people are like, fuck this, Paul, I'm watching the hockey playoffs. Hockey playoffs are great. By the way, shout out to the Penguins because I know Joe Bartnick is thrilled. <clears throat> but... Even if you're not into the NBA anymore, just watch the highlights. If you're watching ESPN Sports Center and they go to the NBA, don't walk away. Just watch the highlights of what Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors are doing. Jordan, Magic, Bird, as great as they were, and they're on the Mount Rushmore. Nobody in the history of this fucking game uh, in the world has ever just pulled up from threes the way this guy is pulling up in crucial parts of playoff games when the defense knows it's coming and he is just, it's un, like, 
it's so just demoralizing to the opponent. It's you just can't stop it. You know, for a guy to be hurt and then just come off the bench after not starting, he's like, I just want to get my wind and breathing down and all that. And then he puts up 40. I mean, unbelievable. And that's why they still only lost two games, you know, and without him. And that's why I just think nobody's going to beat him. And Oklahoma City looks like they're going to knock out the Spurs. So it's true what they say. Regular season is not, but even, even still, if you want to say regular season is not the playoffs, well, to Golden State it kind of is. Golden State is in the playoffs. They just got out of the first two rounds by only losing one game in each round. So they won 4-1 to one and 4-1. to one. And now they're going to play the Western Conference Finals, which is either going to be against OKC or the Spurs. And they, were going to, they are going to beat OKC or the Spurs. And then they are going to play the Cleveland Cavaliers in the finals. And they are going to beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. And the Golden State Warriors will repeat, as I predicted. And then I think the Golden State Warriors are going to three-peat next year, which I also predicted. Nothing else really going on in sports. Um, I know that there was boxing going on. I know Amir Khan fought um, Canelo Alvarez and Canelo beat him. Um, apparently they're saying there's some good boxers coming out. Maybe boxing will get better. I don't know. But um, that's pretty much it. The Yankees, everybody wrote the Yankees off, and they I think they won four out of their last five or four out of their last six games. So hopefully they turn it around. Haven't been watching too much of that. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much all that's going on in sports. Now, movies. Let's see. Did I see a movie? Um, no. I did not see a movie. I'll tell you what I am watching, which is so fucking funny. And uh, shout out to Sal Vacano from Impractical Jokers. If you guys watch Impractical Jokers, uh, I don't know three of the guys, but Sal, the guy Sal on the show, I know. And he's a fucking, he's probably, he's just such a nice guy. I met him over at the stand. We were talking, um, you know, and uh, he's just super cool. He was actually going to try to make it out to Levity, but he had something to do. Um, So hopefully maybe next year, because Sal does stand up, but just a super cool dude. But I got to tell you, Impractical Jokers is so fucking funny. I was sitting up, what the shit that these guys do, I was sitting up cackle laughing, I'm laying down in bed, my wife is sleeping, and I'm just laying in bed, and it's late, they have like, you know, they play them late at night, you know, they rerun them at night, and I'm just watching one, and they did something, I forgot what it was, and I just start cackle laughing, and my wife pops up out of a deep sleep, and she's got to be up early for work, you know, and she just goes, can you just be an adult and stop it, and like a little kid, I'm holding in my laughter. I said last night, being married is one of the funniest things that a man allows himself to do. Because you love the woman, and you don't want to be alone, and you want to have a family, and all that good stuff. But sometimes, as a man, you got to really think about it. We actually live with somebody that was a stranger, and they're kind of dictating what we do. It's really fucking, and it's on us. It's almost fucking embarrassing. That you're like, hey, did you clean the guest room? Like I said, no, but I will, like you're in 10th grade talking to your mom. We fucking allow that. Isn't that amazing? Like, it was a stranger, this woman that you now sleep in bed with. You're sleeping in bed with her. She's in your bed. That's what you're living with, was a fucking stranger. And and you got to fucking, like, whisper and turn shit down low. We allow that. It's fucking the nuttiest thing ever. Can you be an adult? And, like, like, sneaking in laughter, like I just fucking... You know, like I just told a joke in fifth grade and the teacher's like, who said that? Everybody's fucking giggling. Like, that's what I'm doing. I'm married. It's fucking ridiculous. But anyway, that's that's not the, that's neither here nor there. I'm just talking about Impractical Jokers is fucking hilarious. It really is so funny. 
It's such a great show. It's such a great idea. The shit those guys do, you know. I just love how they're in each other's ear and they have to say what the person says. I gotta. I actually want to ask Sal. Like, do you guys ever like? Does anybody ever like fucking want to fight you guys? Like, you know, you just go up and you say something, you know, because something may come off bad, and it's just like, oh shit, I didn't mean that. So I was like, fuck you. And they're like, all right, turn the cameras off. That had to happen. Uh, there, you know, pranks go bad. Like, I actually YouTube like pranks gone bad. One fucking gang member put a gun to a kid, and luckily they go, oh, it's a show. Like, it's that's crazy. I felt like. Not to give too much away because it's coming out, but uh, when I did the Eric Andre show, which is coming out season four, I did, um, you know, one thing with him, and uh, I was scared. I was scared for a second. You know, I was definitely scared for a second. I was like, oh, shit, I hope these people know, like, people have to say, no, no, he's a comedian and actor. Like, there's not, you know, it, it just gets, it's scary shit, you know. Pranks Gone Wrong has got to be, I listened to one, did you hear one where, um, this woman called up, this woman called, there's a couple of brutal ones, but this woman called up on a radio station, and they're like, all right, if you want tickets to Kanye West, does your husband like Kanye West or whatever? He's like, yeah, my husband likes Kanye West. It was either Kanye West or one of these, one of these, like, you know, concerts that was coming up. It might have been Kanye West. Maybe I'm confusing two stories, but either way, to get tickets to this show she wanted to go to with her husband, she had 30 seconds, no, no, not 30 seconds, I'm sorry, that's, that's another, uh, radio station. She had to convince, she had to tell her husband that she was cheating on him and then have him say that he still loved her or something. So she calls up this guy and she's like, I just have something to tell you. He's like, why is everything all right? Like I'm at work. I went into another room and she's like, I'm really sorry to tell you this now, but I just hope you're sitting down. And, um, I just want to let you know that, uh, you know, I love you and everything, but I made a mistake and I, I cheated on you. I slept with this guy. He's going, what? what, you're calling me at work to tell me this? And she's like, yeah, I'm really sorry and everything. And dude, the dude just goes, yeah, all right, well, we're being honest. We're being honest. That's why I've been sleeping with your sister for a year. And the fucking radio guys are like, whoa, whoa, what? And she's like, wait, what? And he goes, yeah, you want to be honest? Are we really being honest right now? You've been acting like this and this is why, and that's why I've been sleeping with your sister for a year. And she's like, wait a minute, are you serious? And like, at first I was like, I don't know if this is real. I think it was real. And, and she goes, wait, wait a minute, dude, I'm joking, I'm on a radio station, and all of a sudden the radio guy goes, dude, dude, are you really sleeping with your sister, we're just on the radio, we're trying to get you tickets to something, he's like, wait, and then he just goes, I can't talk about this at work, <laughs> fucking brutal, there was another one where there was a prank, and a guy did something, and uh, he like was like, I, I, I cheated on you, and she goes, yeah, well, that's why I've been fucking your brother, and like the call just went, yeah, like some of those are really, really bad. You know, those are a lot worse than somebody wanted to fight you. Like, I think Borat, I think Sasha Baron Cohen, when he did Borat, I think he got punched in the face, they said, in the city doing something. I'm sure the the Impractical Jokers did something. But, like, I almost feel like in the moment, something physical is almost better than, like, but but then again, you got to be a fucking moron to call your wife at work and say, I cheated on you, and then think you're going to be able to get out of it because of a radio station. That's just dumb radio. It's like, tell the radio station, listen, I'll buy the fucking concert tickets. I'll go to StubHub. I'm not ruining my marriage and going to fucking custody and alimony battle, you know, because I want to see fucking Kanye West. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, but that show, dude, is so fucking funny. It is really funny. Um, is yeah, but I don't, I, I can't watch shows. I don't watch Game of Thrones. I don't watch fucking Walking Dead. I just don't, I don't have time to, like, get invested because then, like, then, you know, then the thing with me is then I got to watch them all. Like, you know, then you're into it. I don't want to have to have that commitment 
you know, I watched the People vs. OJ, which I loved. I only missed one of them. And, uh, you know, I was like hoping to see it on Tuesday. But like if I'm out working, I'm out working. So um, that is that. All right. It's hour 15 minutes in, almost hour 16 minutes in. Let's get to the plugs, guys. Thank you guys for listening, too. I hope you guys enjoyed 257. I enjoyed 257. Um, I'll let you know what happens with the pizzeria uh, thing, too. So, and I'm such a nice guy. I'm probably going to go, hey, man, listen, I don't mean to make this a big deal, but this guy showed up to the house. I got to really kind of stay firm with this. Um, what do I have coming up? So, um, in June, I got some stuff coming up in June um, where, well, I'm going to be local in the city. I'll be local in New York and stuff in um, the end of May. And then in June, I will be uh, getting back together with my boy Burr. We don't get to work together that much anymore, but uh, he's local. He's doing something in like the Albany, Syracuse, and Portland, Maine area, and also in Jersey, three dates in Jersey, I think Newark, and I think, you know, a couple other places. So I'll be with Bill on a couple of shows in Jersey and a couple of shows in like upstate New York and Maine. So I think we're doing like six shows together. That's in June, and then I will be headlining uh, Absolute Comedy in uh, Ottawa, Canada, um, June, think 20th to the 27th or 28th or something like that. I think I'm out there for like a week or eight days at the end of June. So you could, you guys can, um, could check that out. And yes, I will be. So anybody in Arizona, I am going to Arizona. I will be, um, I will be headlining the Tempe, the Tempe improv in Arizona on the Wednesday before I do a festival in Flagstaff. I'm doing this big pine comedy festival. I think it's the second one they're doing. It's just a bunch of shows throughout uh, Flagstaff. I'm doing that from September 22nd to the 24th. So it's basically Thursday, Friday, Saturday I'm doing that. But the Wednesday before, I will be headlining the Tempe Improv. And I want to get that out now because it's a Wednesday night and it's only one show. But I've never been to Arizona before. So I'm looking forward to that. So please tell your friends now. Buy tickets. I don't know if tickets are available yet, but please keep the date. It's uh, September 21st Wednesday I think the dates for the festival will be coming up too that's the 22nd through the 24th in Flagstaff but I will be at the Tempe Improv September 21st Wednesday night please tell your friends if you listen to the podcast please come up to me and uh, you know I'd love to see you guys out in Arizona I've never been there don't know what to expect so um, hope to see you guys uh, at that show other than that, follow me on Twitter at Paul Verzi that's V-I-R-Z-I go to paulverzi.com for updates and more shows I'm going to try to get into the Instagram thing, but I just, you know, I fucking tried so hard with Twitter and Twitter. I finally got a little bit better with Twitter, but I just, I don't do the Instagram thing too much. I'm going to try to. We'll see what happens with that. Um, But other than that, guys, uh, this is the show. Hope you enjoyed TVE episode 257. Um, Hope you guys have a great week. I will keep you guys updated on the next show. Might be next, might be uh, next week. But if not, it will be right when I get back. Either way, I will let you guys know on social media. Thank you guys so much. I hope everybody has a great time in between shows, and I will talk to you soon.